Hi, my name is Brian. And my name is Susanna. And this is the Unmatched Podcast Valentine's Day Special. Yes, that's exactly. It's still a podcast about love relationships and how to not get unmatched. But yes, indeed, it's a Valentine's special. Was that too much what I did? No, it was it was okay. I mean, it looks like you're very excited for Valentine's Day. Am I? I really am not so uh, it's probably giving off the wrong impression. I'm just trying to yeah. sell it to our happy audience, who most of whom seem to be in very happy relationships, enjoying spending time with one another and not thinking about how terrible things can be at the end of relationships. How love can be so great, but then... So terrible at the same time. Well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're not a fan of Valentine's Well, not right now, because I'm single. But, I mean, like, the thing is, right, Valentine's Day, for me, is, uh... It just... It's very... This is very cliche to say, but it feels very corporate. You know, like, it's very much like, oh, uh... We have to buy something nice. We have to buy like cards and chocolates and flowers. And I'm just like, and I tell my beloved that I love them. And I'm like, well, you should have been doing that anyway. Yeah. You know, why weren't you buying them chocolates and flowers and on a random Thursday in October? You know, um, I would say that like I used to tell my ex that I loved her upwards of, I don't know, 10 times a day, which you think is a bit much but you know that was just kind of our, that was just that was just part of our, uh, what, what we did but I, I don't know I, I suppose Valentine's Day for me never really it was never like a massive deal you know I've never even I think I was like semi-dating someone before over Valentine's Day and it's just like it's it's, a- you know how I feel about you every other day of the week of the year so why should I make a big deal on Valentine's Day is it then more fun then you're... Is it more fun if you're not in a relationship then? I mean, it's not... Like, what I'm trying to say is that I feel like it's more fun when you just started talking to someone and, like, a Valentine's Day is like um, like a test. Um, (laughs) Oh, no. So the cat is destroying our Valentine's Day decorations because if you're watching the visuals from this episode, we have a beautiful hard garland um, in the background, but now the cat is destroying it. I mean, predictably so. They look like cat toys. They look like they were designed for a cat to it's play fine. with. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, let's show a bit of love. Bit of love. Um, right, no, yeah. So I think you're, there, is a, there is a valid point there that um, you would say that, yeah, when you're early in a relationship and Valentine's Day comes along, it is one of the first times maybe you can yeah. really express some feelings about... I mean, I, listen, they're, they're basically cat toys. They're asking, and he's so fascinated by them. Should Look we press pause? Yeah, maybe maybe going. maybe we'll just we'll just come back to to this. We're just going to take a quick break. Where maybe I'll read some facts about Valentine's Day. Yeah. Valentine's Day facts. That's what we're yeah, getting. Well, we... <laughs> Enjoy these Valentine's Day facts. Hello, it's Brian. And Susanna. And this is Valentine's Day facts. Will they be better than the love facts from a few weeks ago? Who fucking knows? So you're just gonna? I'd like to read them too. Why are you just? 
Can you just you just took them off there? Oh, this, is, this is the shared. Okay, sorry. This is why I put that in the middle, and you were like, "No, I'll just take that over there." I'm being so possessive about the Valentine's Day facts. I just you you. I'm not being possessive. Okay. You just moved them entirely out of where I can read them. Do we still have time to read them? Yeah, sure. Fact number one: Saint Valentine wasn't just one person. I mean, it's in the name, Saint Valentine, so I feel like he was. Valentine's Day has its roots in an ancient pagan festival. Does that mean Ireland or does that mean Rome? Rome, apparently. Okay, cool. Valentine's Day fact number three. In the 1300s, it officially became a holiday associated with love. All the way back in the Middle Ages. How fascinating. Something to do with the French and English. Okay. Cupid has its roots in Greek mythology. Well, I mean, yeah, that's an obvious one. Fucking stupid fact. The first Valentine was sent in the 15th century. The oldest record of a Valentine being sent, according to History.com, was a poem written by the French medieval duke named Charles. Charles. Stupid name. <laughs> Not until the 1840s did we get the first mass-produced Valentines. Okay, this is a complete piss take. Yeah, these facts okay, are fucking Okay, let's stupid. go back to the episode. Yeah, this is stupid. All right, enjoy the rest of the episode. Okay, I hope you enjoyed those facts. They're stupid. What do you point out? I thought it's not a recording. <laughs> sake. Doubt me, woman. Um, yeah, those facts were, were stupid. We got the cat out of the room. He's trying to get back desperately back into the room. So, so if you hear any scratching, that's the that's cat. That's the cat, yeah. It's not trying like to be here with us. People but... I have under the floorboards. <laughs> it's the cat trying to come in for the, the love fest that, that is... <laughs> The Unmatched Podcast Valentine's Day special. Everyone wants some love. Everyone wants to be loved. Yeah, I, I do. Thanks. Yes, that was really nice of you. Everyone does want to be loved. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Love? Valentine's Day? Yeah. I was a bit of a corporate kind of... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was being really cynical, wasn't I? Yes, I was being really cynical. And you were like, no, let's talk about it in a nice, fun way. And then way. the cats started destroying the decoration. Oh, we were talking... Yeah, so we were talking about um, how it's only really fun if you're, like, in the early stages of, like... Yeah. A relationship because that's kind of the it's like a little bit of a gamble you're thinking well are they gonna invite me to a valentine's day date are they gonna say anything are they gonna completely ignore it it's a fun little game you can play with someone you <laughs> you just started dating i feel like this goes against the ethos of this podcast which is open honest communication in a relationship have you ever been dating a man I mean, probably not no but but i am one it's if you're dating someone, you just don't know, especially a guy, you don't know what if you're what you're standing on at any point. Am I? In, maybe I'm just a complete out here, but that's not me at all. Like I'll tell you how I'm feeling. Maybe just the men you've been dating. Yeah, but that's maybe that's you. Maybe you're the case. problem. I'm not the problem. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem, it's me. I'm definitely not the problem. <laughs> it's always like, you, do, just, you just don't know whether you're in a situationship, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're just casually sleeping with someone. You just don't know. So sometimes Valentine's Day is a good day to think, well, what is that? If they're going to send me something or like acknowledge the day in any way, that means maybe it's serious. If they're not, maybe it's not serious. So I think it's a good gamble. It's a... It, oh... Clear, open, honest communication. This nah. couldn't have been more clear. And now you've just gone, actually, men. I mean, listen, I, I don't think, I, I think that you're right. Like, men are probably not very yeah. good at communicating. I think I am, for the most part, except if I'm trying to break up with someone. Um, but 
I yeah. This podcast is just like an advertisement for dating Brian. That's pretty much why it came to you and said, "Hey, we should start a podcast." Yeah. Because I was kind of not having enough luck on the dating apps. And I thought... And now we're here talking about Valentine's Actually, Day. no, that's a terrible idea because what is... L- a, there's nothing more than a... Uh, the, the biggest ick, I think, for a lot of women at the moment in, in the world is a white, straight man in his m- late 20s, early 30s doing a podcast. Yeah, like that's I'm, true. Especially about something like as sappy as love. My God! Like, oh my know. God! That's actually true. I don't think you should mention. Have it. you not thought about this before? No. Someone asked me the day, "Do I mention pod- the podcast when I'm talking to women?" And I was like, "Absolutely, fucking not." No, I don't think you should. <laughs> I don't. I'm not mentioning it either, unless I want to get uh, new listeners. If I get married to someone, I might just wait till we're married. They're tied down, <laughs> a couple of kids, and be like, "By the way." I have a podcast. It's a very Hackney London hipster thing. I don't live in Hackney. You do live in Hackney. This isn't Hackney. Hackney. This isn't Hackney. This isn't Hackney. Okay. This is Terror Hamlet. Interesting. Hackney's all the way over. I thought this was already Hackney. So we're not the Hackney cliche. We're not in Hackney. Or Clapham. Or Shoreditch. Or... Or else is kind no, of... No, so we're not a cliche. Anyway, we're, I think we're drifting off the topic. We're drifting off topic, but it is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you um, and your beloved. We're delighted for you. Once I had a Valentine's Day date mm-hmm. as a third date. Oh, that's, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. But it was very good. Did it end up being a relationship? Yes. Oh, okay. So it's not... So it's kind of we knew where this was going. Yeah. So that would, be, would have been exciting. Yeah, that was so exciting. Yeah. Was actually, I was actually looking forward to... First Valentine's Day I ever celebrated with someone we, I, is, no, what did I do? I can't remember. I feel like I bought like a novelty gift of something that was like an inside, an early inside joke in the relationship. Oh, I hate novelty gifts. But it was like an inside joke of the relationship. Oh, I can't okay, remember fair. what it was for the life of me, but it was like something Star Wars-y related maybe. Okay, fair. Um, and I was like, oh, I got you this thing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we've been talking about that. Um... But yeah, generally I would kind of... And then when you get into like long-term... I think it's one of those things that it, it, if you're in an, op- uh, an open relationship... <laughs> listen, if you're in a long-term relationship, it, it, it could be a good day. Especially like, you know, as you get older and you've got kids and maybe, you know, you don't really get to spend as much time together. It is a good excuse to be like, no, you know, we want to celebrate the day for us. Um, and you may only get a couple of opportunities throughout the year because you've got young kids or something. So, you know, it's how, how do you keep it... How do you spice it up? I wonder what the birth rate is. What's nine months after October, isn't it? I wonder if there actually, yeah. My younger brother's birthday is in the middle of October. November. No. No, nine months. Plus two? Well, one and a half. Okay, fair. So we're like the middle of October? Yeah. Isn't it? Is this going to turn into a maths podcast where we try to figure out what's nine months after? Is it November? Anyway, sometimes around like. Um, autumn time. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's Valentine's Day and for <laughs> Valentine's Day special we decided to share love and to show love to our listeners that have been sending letters I, to us. I had no idea where you were going with that <laughs> sentence. When you were like, we decided to <laughs> share love, I was like, did I? Did I? Did I? 
<laughs> I don't remember doing this. That, that should be included like um, a link to our OnlyFans account. Ah, yes. If you want more, if you want to share love with us. I was like, what What have you opened us up to? <laughs> that that could be yeah. so many different things. So, so yeah, so <laughs> I just wanted to be really smooth. Shared love. I, I just wanted to be really smooth. So basically in this special, special, because we don't have anything. I mean, I'm not saying anything, but there's not much to say about Valentine's Day as like, it's just a commercial holiday that... Some people like, some people don't, but it's about love and we want to celebrate love mm-hmm. and um, love to our listeners. You've said love a lot. Where are you going with this? <laughs> because this podcast is about love. <laughs> so. If we could have just come on here and just said the word love over yeah, and over again so, for um, 44 minutes. We're going to read some letters about love. So it's not all us coming up with topics. It's uh, topics that... Um, this is the people's special is what you're saying. <laughs> yes, it's the people's The people's... <laughs> special this is the people's pod yeah yeah that's we, nice yeah we might not what's your favorite love song my favorite love song mm. oh my god you should have told me that you're gonna ask me this um i didn't really know what we were going to talk about here because i'm not in a particularly like loving mood you know about love. i don't know why i kind of like raised my eyebrows at you there in a very like suggestive <laughs> way but it was more like i was trying to sell the point of loving you know i'm a bit cynical i'm a cynical man he says but love. I like Can't Help Falling in Love with You. That's a good song. It's a nice Which song. version? Elvis. Elvis, yeah. I mean, classic. Very nice song. I would say my favourite love song is this song by Paul McCartney called Calico Skies. It's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. My favourite love song of all time. But I think if we're going like more like mainstream, well-known... It's probably something by the Beatles, George Harrison classic. Okay. Gorgeous, gorgeous tune. I mean, most songs are about love, so there's a plethora to choose from. What about your favorite kind of like romance film? Oh, you know, what is my favorite romance film at the holiday? It's my favorite Christmas movie (coughs) and my favorite rom-com. Right, so we watched the holiday together over Christmas and we had a lot of thoughts on it we don't have to go into all of the thoughts because some of them are vulgar and disgusting and you should be ashamed of yourself but there's a lot of issues with that movie not like problematic issues yeah just with like okay I might choose a different one yeah please do because I don't want this is a problematic I want to do a whole episode next Christmas on the holiday and I don't want to go in now. I mean, I love the classics. I love Titanic. Always cry when the old lady's throwing the right. thing into the ocean. Okay, I like Titanic. It's a great film. Romance, though? Yeah, of course. But, like, she lets him die. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He. She commits manslaughter. No, but, like, maybe... I know that people are debating that there was space on that door, but... People are ignoring physics. If you put another like weight on something that's already floating, it might drown. But why not then take the chance? And if you're going, if you if you, if you really love him that much, die with him. Don't just let him die. I don't think he wanted to be on that door. So he wanted to die. No, he just didn't want the possibility of her maybe not surviving. Yeah, but like she barely survived. Yeah, I think it's still a love story. Right, the best. 
r- romance film of yeah. all time for me is Notting Hill. Oh my god. Are you joking? No. It's a What's not to love at Notting Hill? Judah Roberts at her finest. Hugh Grant at his finest. She's a movie star. He owns a travel bookshop in Notting Hill. Like, how how rich were his parents that he was able to have a travel, a niche. All they sold is travel books. Now, I know it's probably just for the storyline, but... It was a massive Tory, basically. Yeah, huge Tory. And uh, they fall in love. And they have, you know, this romance. And she's just a girl standing in front of a boy asking her to love. The only realistic thing about this movie is the situation um, between Hugh Grant and his flatmate. Like, he has, like, this crazy flatmate called, like, Spike or Spud or something. Uh, Spike, I think, yeah. And um, the way this man is acting, that's actually the most realistic thing about, like, sharing a flat in London. I would say that's pretty accurate. I like my flatmate. He's my valentine, I think. Fair enough. Love you, Finn. Uh, My flatmates could be my valentines as well. That's nice. Um, Which, you know, there's still time. I still have 13 days. Because it's the 1st of February. <laughs> Are we not supposed is to? Is it? <laughs> this is incredibly... It's, you're so consistent at this, it's amazing. Every single episode so far, we're trying to give off the impression that it's like, the day before, or the day of, and then you're just like, yeah, it's the middle of January, and you're like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> We can edit this out, it's fine. Oh no, I'm leaving this in. Okay, fine. Because it's fun. But so I and... still have 13 days to get a Valentine's Day uh, card. So if there's Do you want a pity anyone... Do you want a pity card? I'll send you a pity card. No, you don't know where I live. <laughs> yes, yes I do. Okay, um <laughs> so if anyone except Brian wants to send me a No, hold on, no, I, well, no, actually, I retract my offer of a pity uh, no, that's fine. Valentine's card. If anyone wants to send me a real Valentine's Day card, um, please let me know. There's still time. If somebody wants to fall in love with me before Valentine's Day, we still have time as well. Um, I'd recommend against that, though, based on, you know, the last 18 minutes of this conversation. <laughs> anyway, anyway. I, I just thought I, I could be your pity Valentine, but apparently I'm beneath you. Who wants a pity Valentine anyway? It's better than no Valentine. That's true, probably. So, I mean, like, do you want nothing or do you want, like, hey, it's all gonna be okay, kiddo? Okay, I'll have the card then. Yeah! You can buy it yourself and I'll write it, but. Perfect. And you have to pay, pay for postage <laughs> and packaging as well, because I'm not made of money. Just right, now that we have that so sorted. that's it. You the next time you're here, I bring your bring a card. You can write it as well, and I'll sign it. Just that's not the same. Is the thought that counts? It's a pity card. It's just so that you can have something to open. Okay, I can send my own card then, like Miley Cyrus in that song. Uh, I can buy my own flowers. I can hold my own hand. Talk to myself for hours. Oh, okay. I was just offering. That's you a know? great song, by the way. That's what I'm going to do. Me on Valentine's Day. Galentine's Day. I'm going to do a massive Galentine's Day. <clears throat> Just going to sit in a bathtub, play some Miley Cyrus. The Champions League is back, so I'm probably going to do that. Well, I will be working on that, so... Um, 
Romantic. That is nothing I love more than football. She's my only consistent love. Yeah. And I think that's what Valentine's Day should be about. Just things we love, people we love, not only romantic love, all types of love. That's why we are reading our listeners' letters today. We're not reading letters about their grandparents, though, like. No. So we are talking about romantic we're love. Romantic. <laughs> yeah. We're so if you about... set it up there, it's like, you know, we're talking about all sorts of love. Like, actually, no, we're not. Um, let's be brutally honest. Uh... So, yeah, we. <laughs> our warm up uh, for this episode was a bit longer than expected, but we just have a lot to say about love. Do we? Um... I have to find these letters now. Because we had a lot of conversations. Oh, there we are. Never mind. Actually, we didn't have any conversations. These are some letters that some um, listeners have sent in, and they are quandaries for us to solve. Um, it's, what are you doing? You just you just put letter. You see, you said letter three twice. That's why you're yeah. thinking that that's the same. Okay, so these letters are delivered by L pigeons. Yeah, they're delivered. By yeah, pigeons. Pigeons pigeons brought them to us. Yeah, and we really want to do our best solving our listeners' problems. Um, can I read that question? Yeah, of course you can. Oh, brilliant, because you got to read that one. Okay. Oh, this is this is interesting. Okay, right, here we go. Oh, this is exciting. <laughs> What's your name again? It's just because she's addressed it to Okay. Is this is this Oh yeah, okay, never mind. <laughs> okay, okay, here we go. Stop, I'm trying to... Hi, Zosimarin. My boyfriend of over three years refuses to stay the night at mine. He prefers his own bed, brackets, which is larger, and his own space, which I get. However, I find it difficult that I have to be the one to come over if I want to see him. It feels like a tax on my time to have to travel to his, and then back in the mornings... And I, too, love my own space now and then. I love him dearly, and I feel like it's a perfect relationship in every other way. What are your thoughts? Fascinating. I mean, I imagine this can be a problem for people. Like, I don't... I have a lot of questions. Yeah, okay, so... My boyfriend of over three years... Three years. Refuses to stay the night. Flat out refuses. That, for me, is like, my man. So she's just like, well, can you say... Nope. Yeah. It's heading back out. Relationships are about compromise. Okay. I have slept uh, in... I'm not particularly tall. Well, like six six foot. Um, But I've slept in a bed with someone before. And it hasn't been the largest bed imaginable. And But you're like, it doesn't matter. Because I want to be here with that person. And I get the whole oh, yeah, oh, sleeping, blah, blah, and if you've got work and all in the morning, I get that. But for three years, he's refused to stay. But do we have all the information that he has been refusing for three years, or is it... Well, I mean, that's just based on what it says. Interesting. Over three years, refuses to stay the night. So I would argue that he has to, has to compromise in some way, shape or form. Because you have to, you have to try. You can't just be like, oh, can you just come, not just come over here? But what is the problem here? The problem is that he lives far, or the problem is that the no, the problem is that is that he's refusing to stay there because he clearly will go over there. It, it, there's, there's nothing in here that says he doesn't like mind going to the flat. He just doesn't want to stay the night. 
because he likes his own bed and he likes his own space. That's fine, but a relationship is about compromising. Because what happens when you move in together? Do you think he has, like, um, a second family? No, because she's going to his as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's clearly said, like, it's taxing to go over... Uh, it feels like a tax on my time to have to travel to his and then back in the mornings. She did, well, I mean, she could just bring a bag. So, basically, the situation is whenever they have sex... Well, not whenever. They don't have to have sex. Or kind of hang out at any of their places. She stays the night and then comes back. He will not... But he stay the night. Stay hers. Night. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That for me is just like he's he's not being fair. Yeah. Because it can't just be that you expect that one person to just come over and spend all their time in yours. That's not fair. I would be like, hey, my man, why don't for once when the morning comes around and say we have to go to work or whatever, why don't you have to make that morning journey back to my back to yours rather than me having to do it every time for mine he is in the wrong here 100 percent. what do you think the reason for that is why is he well according to the letter it's uh because he he prefers his own bed which is larger i mean is that an excuse no and his own space which i get no i like my space too i like my room i like sleeping in my bed would i have i previously in the past been like yeah i like sometimes sleeping by myself when you share a bed with someone yeah sometimes you do but then you start to miss that person and you're just like oh god can i miss having their furnace body heat on the other side there you know like i miss that stuff so he clearly has no problem with her staying in his bed but he just refuses i mean like come on man just take the finger out like so what would we Tell to our listener. It's a bit... Get him to compromise. He's wrong. He's 100% wrong here. Maybe... Just send him the link to this podcast. No, I'd say just be like, here, mate. Like, <laughs> it's all one good saying, oh, I love him dearly and feel like it's a perfect relationship. Why don't you just move in together then? If you've been together for three yeah, years. Yeah, maybe that's also a thing. We solved it. Yeah. Move in together. Get a bigger bed. Yeah, but then... Hmm. Maybe this whole situation of still sleeping separately is kind of preventing them from. I do know couples that that you know they sleep in separate beds for their own yeah, comfort. That's, that's totally fine. But I would just be kind of like, I would address it. I'd be like, hey, my man, what's the story here? Like, what's what are you doing? Why are we? Why what what what's the deal? Yeah, bud, call him bud when you do it as well. Right. <laughs> Listen here, bud, what is going on? That's what I would say. Yeah, so have an honest conversation. What if he says no? What if he says, no, I like this. I like my bed. Uh, I don't give a shit about your tiny um, matchbox bed. Um, fuck you. She didn't, she didn't I mean, say not, that. She, he's not going to say that. Yeah, she but, doesn't uh, say that she's got a small bed. She yeah, says his bed is What bigger. if he's going to say no? That That's the way. So that maybe means that their relationship just like stopped in that at that point. Ooh. Is that... Uh... What's the phrase? Ah, uh, oh, what's the phrase when like you're like, oh, someone wants to have a kid and, and you don't, and you're like, this is a deal breaker. Deal breaker. Down well, there. I don't even speak this language. Down there for dancing. Is that a deal breaker in the relationship? Could it be? Could it be? Could it be that there's something else going underneath the surface will, and it's manifesting in this bed conundrum? Will the writer of this letter listen to this podcast, break up with them, and then have a worse off life? Possibly. <laughs> 
We don't know. We need to put a disclaimer. Like, do I all... did do the disclaimer. <laughs> did I? Maybe not on this episode. Oh, shit. I should have done it on the last episode. I did it on the last episode. Didn't this? We're not experts. Yeah, we're not experts. Um, we're just two idiots. Precisely. One and a half idiots. Precisely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, just to summarize, talk to him. If he... <clears throat> if he confronts you that he wants to do it his own way, I don't think... Um, maybe there's something else underneath the surface. So yeah, you know, move in like together. You need to have a conversation. Yes, have a conversation. But I'd move in together and get a big, large bed, and then you can have the best of both worlds. You get the best of both worlds. Also, a classic Molly Cyrus song. I love um, that. Song. Sorry, that's Hannah Montana. Actually, she's a totally different person. Uh, the next letter was written uh, by our good friend Ross Geller. My my partner and I went on a break. However, he slept with another girl. Is this cheating and should we get back together again? So, Rachel Green. Stop. This is an actual letter from... Is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought this was a piss take one. No, no, no. Oh, I read it earlier and was like, ah, uh, yeah. No, funny. it's an actual thing. It's an actual real life story. Oh, they should just watch so, the entirety of Friends. Yeah. That, that and at the end, they get back together. Yeah. So what, that, what is a... So... I don't understand what a break is. Um, well, if you haven't clearly defined what a break is, yeah, in the relationship, so when you decide to go on this break, but what is it like? Is a break? Do you have the intention of getting back together after the break? Because I don't. I've never done this. I don't understand this. Concept. Well, I think a break, yeah, gives the impression that a breakup is like we're finished. Yeah. But who knows what happens down the line? Yeah. You know? A break suggests we have. We're being separate, but the idea is to come back around. Yeah. You know, to just to just take some time away from each other. Because that's what a break is. You go, when you're in work, you go on your break. You come back to work after if you're, like, you know, still feeling it. Um, but that is that is kind of how it works, isn't it? Yeah. I have, to, I have, I think you need to define what a yeah. break is. Is it, like, we're not talking to each other just to kind of cool off or... Whatever, or is it complete? We're not being together. But then, if you're not being together completely, what are you? Is it a break or is it a breakup? Is there intention to come back? When does the break end? Like, I who ends it? Also, I feel like. Can you sleep with other people? Oh, that's what they're asking. <laughs> yeah, and also like, who, exactly who has the power to to end it? And is it fair to the other person just saying, okay, let's go on a break, so somebody gets still on the hook? And somehow they're being gassed into a situation where, like, they're sort of breaking up with, mm -hmm. but they can't really do anything. So I just... Because I, let's say I'm with someone and I say, well, let's go on a break. I cannot be around you at the moment. You're annoying the shit out of You're me. You're annoying the shit <laughs> As good a reason as any. As good a reason as any. And, and so me, instead of breaking up with them and giving them, like, freedom to be their own person yeah i am putting us on a break and this person clearly has feelings for me so they will say yes to that so i'm kind of allowing buying myself some space from them but i'm also not allowing them to have to do whatever they want to do true that just feels a bit unfair it does so whoever decides about the break kind of like they feel like a bit of a douchebag to me i would just break with people yeah yeah, okay, I think that's... The, so that's the concept of the break that we've discussed. Yeah. But in these, this question, 
my partner and I went on a break, so we don't know what that entails. So yeah. we're, we're, we're left in this grey area. Give us more details, which we've discussed. However, he slept with another girl. Is this cheating? Should we get back together again? This is, this is friends. Someone's taking the piss out of you. Right, but is this cheating? I would argue they were on a break. So, yes, you're not together. I would say it depends who decided. Yeah, it obviously depends. Like, if he decided, let's take a break, and then he just goes to sleep with someone, he's like, I love, like, I, you know, with all due respect here. He is just, just yeah, <laughs> he's just been like, oh, listen, I want to have my cake and eat it too. Yeah. So let's go on a break. I'll be back in 15, 20 minutes. And then come back 15, 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes later and be like, right, <laughs> everything's cool. And you're like, great. Okay. <laughs> like, what, what did you do for the last 15, 20 minutes? Nothing. Never you mind. Don't worry about it. Like that. So who that's did, cheating. In France, who decided? that Rachel going? decided. Oh, you know this show. Yeah, I know. I know. This is what I'm saying. Like, I, I said it in that episode about... Uh, uh, dating profiles. I was like, stop making friends the center of your personality. But I've seen friends numerous times. I just wanted yeah. to kind of like go so that's away. That's why now. this was problematic because she decided about the break, and then he slept with someone else. Yeah. So she was actually being the douchebag in this situation. Yeah, but then she didn't clearly define what a break was. But then she was like, "You were supposed." This is the thing I will say with women. Sometimes you say something and you expect us to pick up on the subtext of what you're saying. Oh, for sure. Like, you were supposed to message me. I was like, but you explicitly told me not to. Yeah, but you were supposed to. And, you know, if you add additional layer of differences when you're Eastern European like me, I start speaking Polish (laughs) mid-sentence. And you're dating someone who's like from this culture. This gives another layer of like expectation. So it's it's a complete. We're back to that ethos: clear, open, honest communication. Yeah, I'm gonna get a tattooed on my face. Also, I think the advice here would be: do not go on a break because yeah. that's bullshit. Break up or stay together. Yeah, or just like give have it really or take clear the defined. risk, take that gamble. Yeah, and just be like, okay. I'm not, this is not working for me. So at least I'm like honest enough to give that person space to do what they want. Or I'll figure my shit out. We might go back together. We might not. But, you know, just don't, as you said it, don't try to eat the cake and have the cake or whatever you people say. Have your cake and eat it too. (laughs) Drink your Guinness and... (laughs) Have your cake and eat it too. It's a very famous phrase. (laughs) Oh, we actually have it in Polish as well. (laughs) What is it in Polish? Mieć ciastko i zjeść ciastko. Yeah. That's exactly what I just said, but in English. Right. So, basically what we're saying... Oh, should they get back together again? No, fuck Yes. <laughs> they were on a break. This is what the person who wrote this wanted. They wanted me and you to get into this argument. They were on a break. Who just watch this? all of Friends. Probably. Watch all of Friends. And at the very end, Ross and Rachel get back together and we assume live happily ever after. Yeah. So... Our advice is watch Friends and then make up your own mind. Yeah, or, or don't watch Friends. Yeah, don't. Like... But if you do watch Friends, don't make it the center of your personality. Friends right? age really badly. Yeah, but you watch Friends it. Watch it in the context. Like watch it in the context of it's like the nineties. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't watch it. Don't go on a break. Okay. Letter four. 
Okay. So Leisure four. Oh, that's an that's an interesting one. Okay, I am reading this one for the first time. You read this one. Oh my god, you me. you didn't read it. I read the first three, and I was like, oh, I'll read it. You're gonna be shocked. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> oh, I've just my eye has just moved onto something in this, and I was like, oh, this looks juicy. Okay, hey team, that's a good way to address us. I'd like everyone to address us as hey team from now on. Hey team, I've recently been dating my friend. Already juicy. Love that. We both have complicated histories. Okay. I came out of a relationship end of last year. End of last year, I assume they mean 2021. Two. That's like a month ago. Yeah. But it wasn't that. I know some details with it. It wasn't that recent. So okay. I came out of a relationship at the end of last year, and he's had a child in another country. Jesus. <laughs> We are really close to each other, and he's a big part of my life. However, I'm not sure if we are compatible in the long term, I think it's supposed to say. It says the term. In the long term. On top of that, I travel a lot for work, and we, only, we are only managing to see each other a couple of times a month. I value, him, I value him in my life, but also don't want to jump. Being Jump into being exclusive with someone I could only see a couple of times a month. What should I do? Okay, so first things first. Thank you for sharing this juicy, juicy tale with us. This is the kind of shit I love. Right. The floor is yours. What do you think? So I know a little bit of details about this. Okay. Well, you don't have to share any more than that that person doesn't want to. Um, um, So kind of, I kind of understand the background of it. This question is about compatibility. Mm. This question is about two people that have different circumstances because the listener here um they just ended a relationship um and they want to date their friend um i think the key for me in this is i don't want to jump into being exclusive with someone when i see them a couple of times a month i think if you're just coming out off the back of uh, a- another relationship which was a long-term relationship i assume yeah um End of last year. Yeah. <laughs> like a month ago. No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I assume it was that. But I, I, I would say you want to give yourself that bit of time maybe then to just kind of take stock yeah. of everything because I really want to just be like, do it. No, I want to, I'm trying to I'm trying to be fair and give this person um some sort of real advice. Like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um I think look, if it, it depends on how you're feeling. If if you're if you're feeling like, no, let's go for it, then go for it. But if you're having any sort of doubts, I think at this stage of the relationship, it's probably better to not jump in because the doubts are so... The doubts and the unknowns are so large in this particular scenario Yeah. that it's probably best to not jump in because you're just okay. end up getting hurt. But if you're able to just take a step back, stay in contact with that person, but be like, look... Let's see how things work out, um, you know, with our lives in the next little bit. Then that's totally fair. Um, but I, I, I'd just be wary of, of, of getting yourself into a situation and then getting hurt. Alternatively, if we're going to be funny. <laughs> you do you, girl. You do you. You absolutely do you. I mean... She's already listing like a different. Um, the, the cat is not impressed with this story at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was it like a they should be together or not? Like, what is? 
Tomo, what do you think? Should they be together? He says yes. <laughs> he says, he says yes. yes. The cat has spoken. <laughs> the cat has spoken. <laughs> this so, we, should, we should ask Tomo every question. What but, do you think? To me, just the fact that this letter is um, phrased like this, like listing all these different uh, potential sources of incompatibility, mm. the fact he has a kid. In a different country. country. So that's, that's a massive... Have you ever dated yeah, but anyone? I, no, I haven't. But Well, no. Have I? No. But uh, the other thing is, they're, uh, on top of that, I travel a lot for work and I only manage to see each other a couple of times a month. I mean, like... You're, you're there's the limited limited opportunity to see this person is it worth tying yourself up in that exclusive mm. exclusivity at this point of the relationship and at this point of your life what if it's an amazing time that they're having while they're together well then do that but like you know don't be exclusive mm, okay so are you telling that the answer to this is being in an open relationship uh, you don't necessarily have to label it as an open relationship just be like well when we're in the same place yeah we can spend a lot of time together. But, you know, if we're off, uh, you know, this person's off traveling or the other person has stayed, say, for instance, in London, if, if that's where they are, then they're not limited to like, oh, no, I, I don't want to date or I don't want to... If, if the opportunity arises to, to date someone, brilliant. Yeah. Um, but as long as when they're in the same place that they are actively making an effort to, to be another... Because life can change very quickly. Very quickly, you could end up... You know, if you're traveling a lot for work, they could say, oh, we want to send you off permanently to, I don't know, Sydney or Warsaw or Dublin. They Sydney might universe. get, do you think they might get more compatible in the long term? No, but then the problem, I mean, it's not a problem, but um, do you think that they will ever align with compatibility given this circumstances we see here? Because I mean, you're they saying could, they if they, could, but if they get, there's nothing in here that suggests that their the personalities. The kid will go to like uni at some. The kid's point. in a different country. Forget the kid. Um, if if <laughs> Take the, care of your there's children. nothing in here that suggests that uh, he's a big part of my life. So there's nothing there that suggests that they aren't compatible for one another on a personal level. Yeah. Or you know, on a sexual level or whatever. They're just the circumstances of where they are. But circumstances can change and. The worst thing someone ever meant, said to me was, if we're meant to be together, we'll end up together. And I was like, oh, shut the fuck up. You don't but, believe in this. No. It, it, well, in that time, I do. But in that moment, you're like, oh, God, you know, I want to be with you right now. And they're like, yeah. if we're meant to be together, we'll end up together. And I do believe that. I do. So maybe you have to take the leap and just jump into the unknown and see what happens. And the unknown is scary when you don't know what's on the other side. Yeah. But jump into it. Feet first, holding hands and see what happens. Also, I think, as usual, the key to this is open, honest communication about what is it that you want, like short term, long term, what... Because sometimes, where do you also draw the line between like compatibility and chemistry? Mm. Because clearly they are together for a reason. They might have like a great chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're together, but... They could have a big dick. Could have. Could have. Could have. Could be. <laughs> Hard to walk away from that. Um, so, but then in terms of compatibility, that's the point where it's getting yeah. a little bit harsh. So where do you draw the line? Where you, how do you balance this? How do you leave a person that actually you have great chemistry with, but your lives are so different that you just, it's not sustainable. Okay, so imagine this is me and you. What's your um, biggest, what is the stupidest reason you would walk away from someone 
the stupidest. What do you yeah. mean? Yeah, like I, if if I was with someone and they turned on the big light every time we went into a no, room, I'd I mean, be like, we're done. These are small things. Yeah, but I'm saying, what's the stupidest oh, thing? I don't know. You'd walk away from because we're talking about all this stuff, and I just think. You can whittle it down to anything. I would be really annoyed if they would leave the lights on when they're. Yeah, you see, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, I would. If they left all the cupboards open. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Couldn't pack a dishwasher right. (laughs) It's a deal breaker. I'm just. I mean, I'm looking around the room, going, "What else? What else do I dislike?" Deal breaker. (laughs) Yeah, when they when they can't pack a dishwasher, it's simple. No, but we're not talking about this here. This is like fundamental that. Yeah, but I'm saying you could break it down into a million different reasons why you can't be with that person. Not leaving the lights off is different than like no, but but not being able to see them. What? Yep, they're only. Oh, you didn't mean physically. I thought you meant physically not being able to see them with the lights off. Not not being able to see them because you're off travelling. I'm going to have to reply this joke to myself because I'm not sure if I could. You said... No, I'm not... No, right, you said... Yeah, but that's literally turning the lights off. And then you said, not, and it, this isn't not being able to see them. And I was like... What do you mean? Like, do you mean that it's just dark because the lights are off and they're in the room with you? And then I was like, oh no, you mean that you're off traveling. (laughs) So you don't get to see them because you're in uh, another country, not because you're standing in a dark room. So the quality of jokes in this podcast. (laughs) That's quality. So good. Okay. Right. What? What? Let's let's sum it up here. What's the What's the advice? What's the advice we're giving to this person? I mean, that's usual. What should they do? Open, honest communication. But also, I'm always a big fan of compatibility. If I'm it's, a pragmatic <laughs> Taurus. If <laughs> it's Taurus. meant to be, to be, it will be. It will be. Yeah. Do we have room for one more? Do we have time for more? Let's, let's yes. sneak, sneak in one more. Which one? Uh, which one? Which one? Which one? Uh, that's a bit long. That's a bit long. Oh, let's go with this one. This one. Oh, no, but we have, um, okay, yeah. No, but it's that one. That one yeah. there, that one there. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah, so I have a little bit of background to that question because then it was rewritten um, okay. with a more detail. So read it as it is. LOL, possibly an unhelpful question. What can I do to be attracted to more people? Oh, I think this is a fair question. This is a very fair question. I'm like, I'm not as attracted to as many people. Yeah, I also asked that person um, to elaborate a little bit so we have uh, more details, but I lost this letter, I think. Oh, no. Um, But basically, they mentioned that they're going on dates, they're maybe attracted to like one or two people a year that they actually like. Mm -hmm. Um, They go on many dates, but it's just not clicking. It's just, you know, there's not... No spark. chemistry, no spark. And I sometimes can relate to that. Oh, because yeah. I sometimes feel like, you know, I go to these days, but I'm just like, it's a it's a great person, good looking, very nice. But what is the spark? Where is the spark? What Does the spark even exist? What is? So it's a very valid question. It can be a timing thing. You could meet someone who is all of those things, but you just met them on the, on the wrong day. You also said that you had all these matches from Hinge from the other day, and you didn't really like that many of them. Uh, none of them. I fancied none of them. Yeah. And it was likes, had, not matches. You had like hundreds. Like hundreds. 
and I just didn't really fancy any of them. Yeah. And I was like, and that's the thing. Sometimes I'm like, oh, do I? Am I aiming to you know chasing something that doesn't exist? But I'm also like, no, like I know what I'm attracted to, and for me, it's a very instant like. Oh, I'm attracted to that person. <laughs> that cat sounds like he's dying out there. But I am like instantly attracted to someone, and if I'm if I'm not instantly attracted to them, and then their personality doesn't match, then then that's it. So, uh, what can you do to be more attracted to people? I don't know. Just just lower your standards, really. No, is that <laughs> that cannot be the advice you're giving. I don't have an answer. Just lower your standards. No, I don't. I think. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't listen to Brian. I think attraction to people comes like in waves. I feel like there is there are times in my life, especially when I go for my small hoe phases, like the small ice age, like you know, kind of like a shorter, not like a full hoe phase, like a small one. Where I'm attracted Why to... Why did you compare it to an ice age? Because you have like a big ice age and like a small ice age, which is like a couple of years. Okay, Don't yeah, watch. continue on, yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I was confused <laughs> by the ice age reference. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know why I said this. Um, so, so, when I go through like one of my <laughs> small ice age um, whole phase moment, I would be attracted to a lot of people. And it's very confusing. And it's a great time for me because it's like Christmas. You lower your standards. I don't lower my... It's just something about me. It's like, ooh. You lower know, your standards. People are actually... Quiet. You're lowering your standards. You're no, saying I'm it without not. saying it. I'm picking up what you're putting down here. No, 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 no. It's more of a... I'm more in a mood that it's more perceptive to attractive things about people. And I'm like, oh, okay. But you need to open your, your mind in this way. But sometimes when I'm busy with my life, I'm working towards my goals, whatever. I'm just like in this mindset of like not focusing on dating then mm-hmm. i think then it's harder for me to um to get attracted to someone so i think if i kind of open myself to think okay now i'm more you know open then it starts to so to summarize all of that lower your standards no to summarize all that i think attraction and it's not it's not always constant. You, you don't have a type that you're going to be constantly attracted to. I think your type is evolving. And even sometimes you might meet a hundred people. You don't like any of them. And then you might meet this one person who will be attracted to. And then the next year, you're going to be in your whole phase where you're going to be attracted to literally everyone. Because you your standards. Sorry, anyway. Uh, the Instagram questions. Uh, these are quick for They're yes or no. I cannot believe you neglected this question. <laughs> Do not lower your standards. Have standards. What was, your favorite, what was your favorite TV show when you were a kid? These are just random Instagram questions that we got asked. Why did somebody ask this? I don't know, but what was your favorite question? This is quick fire. Come on, quick fire. Episode's nearly over. What was your favorite show when you were a kid? I mean, Mine was Scooby-Doo. Friends, to be honest. Friends. But only because I learned English from it. Uh, you got a sneaky link? What's a sneaky link? Okay, never mind. Uh, <laughs> who are your best girlfriends? I have many. You were probably up there with one of them. I don't really have friends. That's true. You're very hard to get on with. What was the last thing you ate? A bagel. A bagel. Mum's also a bagel. Uh, I love a lot of Liverpool. F- <laughs> I know a lot of Liverpool fans love Stephen Jared, but surely bringing nothing in the prem, expect except his own selfish awards can't be loved. Can you explain? Can you explain? No. Okay. Well, I can't either. Shut up. How do you feel about COVID? Love it. Yeah, not great to be honest. Um, I'm here for you. Thank you. That's not a question. That's just a statement. 
Probably not for me. Uh, what time did you go to bed at last night? Midnight. Midnight? I think I was like half one, I think. Which is quite late for me. The weirdest places you've ever gone to the bathroom? The weirdest places? Oh, in Waterstones in Gower Street. In the toilet? Yeah. You just went to a bookshop. I think they meant like, you know, the side of a mountain. Ah, okay. I thought there had to be an actual bathroom. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ, no, with the whole point of question. No, which toilet was the strangest toilet you've ever taken a piss in? <laughs> no. Where's the weirdest place you've ever been like, here That's we go. Have you ever been to the toilet in the Waterstones on Gower Street? I've never been to the Waterstones so on Gower Street. You walk up like a very weird, like, um metal stairs and the bathroom looks like it's 300 years old i really recommend going to the bathroom in waterstones on gower street right do you believe in god no no me neither <laughs> this has been catholic guilt <laughs> <laughs> who was the last girl you texted it was you because uh, you were asking me to, for a cup of tea or something and that's it those are our instagram questions that was our valentine's day special i don't know why i'm shouting that was fun i enjoyed that, that. was fun uh we love valentine's day we did fun uh, love each other. Um, Be safe. Love the podcast. Love the podcast. Uh, love us because nobody else will. I did offer the pity uh, Valentine's card. I did. Uh, we're back next Thursday, which I don't know what the date is. Yeah. 23rd. It's the 23rd. So you have a nine day break now before we get back. Yeah. Uh, don't know what the episode will be about. Um, that scared the absolute shit out of me. I'm not going to lie to you. That scared the shit out of me. I thought the cat had opened the door himself. Uh, <laughs> I was like, you someone won't. has broken in and let <laughs> the cat in. Uh, we'll be back next Thursday. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Brian. Oh, God, how are you doing this again? I've been Brian. I've been Susanna. And this is the Unmatched Podcast. Woo!